are rambling along for the Infinity War review, so this is our State of the MCU episode. It probably runs about an hour and a half or so. I don't know. It felt like an eternity doing it, so stick around. All right. Uh, State of the MCU. This one, this is real oh, easy. Yeah. Um, how does this fit into the MCU? It fits very well. <laughs> I Actually, I would say everything fits into this movie. All those movies yes. were just building up to this moment. It bookends. Um, if this was a puzzle, this is the picture you get after you put all the pieces this, together. Yes, this is the <laughs> piece this is in the, the very box. center. That's the right yes. way of describing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. There are pieces that aren't very pretty, and there are pieces right. that you took a while to figure out where they go. My bad. Yeah. Um, they all come together. Okay. You you My... bought a World War II puzzle, but then you put it together, and it ended up being like... I'm sorry. Arlen fucking broke me with my beard. Where's my beard? My bird. Beard? My bird. <laughs> I need my beard. Where's my beard? What's terrible is I say that every time I see a bird in real life, and I feel like something's going to be like, why is that guy doing that? They should bring back Justin Hammer. (laughs) No, Justin Hammer's only to be referenced in Luke Cage now. Yes, we've established this. Has he been referenced in that? I haven't been watching that. Yeah, Yeah, they ended up with the Jericho gun. Of all the fucking things to bring up, like, there's this group of gang, like, the weapons dealers, and they go, look at this man, Hammer Tech. And I was like, what? That's it's so weird. It's a name I haven't heard in years. I was yeah, like, can they just like not get Sam Rockwell? And that kind of leaves into like the whole Black Widow thing. Like, can they not get Liv Tyler to like uh, be in these movies? Like, what? Yeah, I don't understand. They don't need her. Yeah, they don't really need her uh, at all. Really, they do. They need more of a female presence in these movies. And like, well, well after, okay. After this, what movie, could they have her come in to kind of coax the Hulk back out of? I don't. I don't know. I feel like so. I feel like I'm not a Tyler fan, so I. I Well, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You brought back Thunderbolt Ross. There's no reason you couldn't bring back Liv Tyler. Like, there's there's obviously not a legal. It's it wouldn't be a Hulk movie, so it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. I think she doesn't have a place in these movies. Like, it all depends. If you think from a practical point of view, everybody who shows up in these movies, they have a purpose. So even like Helen Show, Helen, right? Is it yes, in uh, Ultron, yeah. Helen Cho doesn't just show up to be there. She's just, she's, that's not her role. She's there to uh, service the creation of the Vision. That's why she's there. She has no other reason to be there other than that. Colby Smulders is there as sort of the person who gives out information, nuggets throughout well, the movie. I, I, well, she's, I fucking, she's an exposition machine. Right. Well, I also I I love Maria Hill. I think her care. I, I think do. Her, 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 I think her on screen character is awesome. I think she's. I also amazing. love Colby Smulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah she's I was great. down for another person from Vancouver to just kind of hang out and be famous. Yeah. We really, <laughs> I I need more local representation. So wait, she's Canadian. Oh yeah. Uh, also, yeah, fun fact, the guy who uh, she lost the, two points. Oh come on. <laughs> um, no, the the guy who uh, did the cinematography, Trent Opalock, uh, is also Canadian. And oh. that's I really liked the cinematography in this one. That it was very strong. Yeah, with them IMAX cameras. Um, God damn, dude, them IMAX cameras. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, uh, who saw this in IMAX besides I did. me? I did. Me, but uh, I think it was a bullshit. I video. didn't get to. Oh, uh, it was awesome. The yeah. sound. I feel like this the biggest thing. It's not even the picture. It's the sound. You, you guys want to hear something see. fucking? You guys hear something? The the IMAX that's like half an hour south of downtown Vancouver. Is that a real IMAX or is that like a digital it's bullshit? Fake. It's it's digital bullshit. Yeah, the only real IMAX. And I was like, this sucked. This wasn't a good IMAX. Yeah. No, the actual Dude. IMAX is in Silver City Mission. You want to hear something? That's different. the only place. Canadians. I I'm have... sitting here in the nation's capital. Hey, I, I have... left that nation. I have. Hey never man, seen I'm an IMAX trying. Movie. <laughs> 
yeah, never IMAX is pretty movie? cool. Yeah, I've, huh? I've never seen an IMAX movie. Never Next seen time you're in New Jersey, go down to Atlantic City. Their IMAX is actually really good. Or we used to be. I don't know if it still is. Is it? Because last time I went to Atlantic City, I wanted to have four guns on me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Trump. Well, Thanks. If you're ever in D.C., in let me know. There's like four here. There's one. I live in Vegas. Trust me, I'm sure there's one here too. I just haven't. Oh, there's definitely. I've been to movies. I just there. haven't had the wherewithal to go find it. <laughs> the coolest thing I ever did is I went to the. I saw Last Jedi at the Air and Space Museum in DC. Oh, I was going to say, my buddy saw Dark Knight at the Franklin Institute and they're like full dome IMAX. Yeah. yeah my, like, my it's wife's like, uh, we have a, we have yeah, a man, pinball hall of fame in the city. I'm sure I can find an IMAX. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at it right now, Connor. There is the Regal Cinema, Red Rock 16, and IMAX. Oh, I, son of a bitch. There we go. I yep. think I went well, there, and to tell you, there's actually a really good sandwich place in that Red Rock. It's called Capriati's. Hmm. You What's say that? that like you say it like I've never heard of that before, but I've been here for five years and now. I've heard everyone to like Capriati's is like oh. in and out as far as people. You know what it is? People it's, hold it's, to a really high standard. It's actually weird. Yep, it is that they're from Delaware. Uh, wow, and they're so only in Delaware and Vegas. Who saw the real, real? Who saw on like a proper IMAX? Anybody? I don't. Well, Me, I did. Yeah, but only him because there are like eighty-six yeah. of them left. Um, um Capriotti's. Well, everything shoots in IMAX, but they don't want to keep supporting the format. Yeah. Oh, nice! You gotta get the Bobby. It's like a. You um, know, this is gonna be a food zone. It's like a nice uh, cut turkey. Food zone. Got some, uh, stuffing and cranberry uh, sauce yeah. and some mayo. This has uh, now become a food podcast. Okay, so yeah, we're not. Okay, so did we answer the how does this fit question from everybody, or did somebody have any? Yeah, no, I think we all came I mean, I think it's like super obvious, like how yeah. it all fits in. All right, this is obviously this is part one of a bookend. Yes. Like, okay. Yes. What should and the... I think Kevin Feige even said like yeah. from this point forward it will be known as before Avengers four and after Avengers four. I I agree with that. I agree. Um, yeah, they're gonna how, do a lot of resetting in Avengers Five. Yeah, uh, so I mean, this one, this one might—I don't know if this one will be harder or easier. Uh, what should the MCU learn from this movie? And I don't know if there's much to learn because I kind of feel like it's good that they reserved some of the things that they do in I this think, movie to this. Movie. I think. Well, it's like, well, it's like, how? What do you learn from a part one of a two-part movie? Right. I think. Yeah. The, the, the greatest say, question. One is, thing if, I will suggest that they the learn from of... this is. Oh, go on. Sorry. So if you consider this the end of Phase 3, the question should be, what have they learned from Phase 3? And that is, good villains make movies. Yeah. Good, oh, like, thank God. Oh, my yeah. God. That was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, they learned how to do a good villain now. Yeah. yeah. And they just need to keep that. Good villain's like a weird way to say it. It's not like, it's not good villain. It's a villain that you can understand Complex their point of view. Yes. Right. That's, that's yeah, a I think, I think good story. villain is a villain that thinks he's a hero of his own story. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly. what Thanos is. That's yeah. why Killmonger works so well, and that's why I think. Exactly. Well, also, I think if that's you have a villain who's, if you have, if you have a villain who's not necessarily like Immortan Joe, Morton right. Joe, I don't necessarily like. He probably believes he's the hero of his own story, but he's also right from the get-go a fucking reprehensible piece of trash, and you immediately want to see him killed in a horrible way. Right. Who is yeah. that again? Uh, uh, the villain right. from Mad Max. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. I think this is more like you understand their goal and kind of, in a weird logical way, get why that's possibly the right move. It's like the Kingpin in Daredevil season one. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of see, like, well, he's doing it a horrible way, but right. you get why that's kind of possibly a right move. Well, you see his perspective, you know, like yes. you know, and when it when you eventually get to the, I am 
what is it? Yeah. I am the bad will or the I am the you know I am the enemy of men or whatever. When he when, gets to when that you scene. Get, when you get to the when you get to the episode of the white painting, like yeah. that's yes. when you kind of you get on really... his skin and you're like, I know why you're like the way you are mm-hmm. now. Yeah, Thanos and Thanos and Kingpin in the Daredevil season one have a lot in common. They do. They really do, actually. Yeah, they're, they both yeah. smashed the head of a dude in the like in his SUV. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, let me tell you, I don't think I I still don't think I've recovered from that because oh, yeah. I feel like like I I because I I'm like oh it's a Marvel thing it's not gonna oh my God he decapitated a yeah. man that yeah. is where I, yeah. that is that is the point in which my wife was like yeah you can watch these on your own yeah yeah he, de- he decapitated a former cast member from Teen Wolf oh, oh God damn the Teen Wolf again. No, it's my still, Teen but, like, Wolf. Fucking, it, yeah, Arlen's got Teen Wolf, but like it, Alan's, it's Alan's got Smallville. This is Ar- Arlen's got Teen Wolf. <laughs> yep. I've never oh, watched damn. Teen Wolf, but I've watched every episode of Smallville. I will never watch an episode of Smallville. <laughs> you damn, say that, man. but we'll make you review it for the show. Maybe I should fun. just I should just mention uh, message him, and we can do like our own Smallville podcast. I mean, you small just. Cast. It's you the small can, cast. You could just zone. do it on our feed. You could just do Smallville. Yes. We'll, do small, we'll do Small Zone. We'll just rewatch the entire show from the beginning. <laughs> small Zone. Yes. Small zone. I want to jump in on I, that because I, I haven't did. seen it since I was a child. Oh. I was going to say, like, and, with the current news of, like, what's her name, I feel like that would be, like, <laughs> not as uh, fun of a it would go be, back uh, It'd be great if you ever I'm sorry. Here's the thing. It, it should be the first and last episode. Just be you two, and you're just sitting there awkwardly going, well, this was a really bad time to do this. <laughs> just just yeah, do a live uh, commentary. Well, I get this together, and then we'll set up a time and we'll right. record it, and we'll put it in the thing. Well, well, so like there's um, for that time that they did talk, and then it was better. Does anyone? Does anyone else feel that the Marvel universe needs to learn from this movie from anything? I mean, I feel like this movie is 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 all the lessons they have learned. Yeah, yeah I, agree. I, I agree. This isn't I, what they've learned; it's what they're going to learn. It's, this exactly. is what they've learned. No, this is, like no, this is what everyone. they've been teaching us. That's what I'm going to say. Is, yeah. This is what this is a midterm, and they got. <laughs> now yes. we need to see what they're going to get in the. I, and I think honestly, I think the the people out there who are like. Man, this comic book movie bubble's gonna burst real soon. I don't think it is. And no. I think Infinity War is very. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, okay, James Cameron. I think it's <laughs> okay, Mister. I don't like 2001. Well, like I think yeah. the comics bubble won't burst as long as they're like doing stuff new all the time. Like, right. Like the reason why Black Panther is like such a huge success because it's like, it's this you know written, directed, produced. Like all this other different stuff by like an African American cast. Right. It you is know, made like, with a hundred percent pure cultural love. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's I like, think that's the big thing is I, the love. And it doesn't matter. I, and, and and I think it's like as long as you have like that same kind of feel going forward with all these different films, it's like as long as you're reinventing yourself, like you're always going to find a new audience, and that's yes. like how you sustain an audience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's why, and it doesn't need to be said. Deadpool and Logan are standouts right now because they. They, someone finally was like, "All right, do something different." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're allowed um, to go I, do something different. The yeah. one well, thing I, 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 hope that they learn from this because I, Avengers: Infinity War is going to make all the money in the world. Plus, it already, mm-hmm. it already and, has. Like, yes. and, <laughs> it's like two hundred million by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And and my, and my hope, weekend. And, and my big hope is like going forward that they don't run into the problem that comics run into where, um events and event tie-ins 
being like the yes. biggest money maker within comics. So you're, that, so you're saying that, that, that the next one should be Avengers one. Well, it's like so the idea that we just don't have like an event film like every year to like right. it, because I think it's like the reason why Avengers um, I didn't like it, but Age of Ultron and Infinity War are so special is because like they're like these once every five year events, and I hope like yeah. with like two event movies in a row with Avengers Infinity War this year and Avengers Redacted next year, like, mm-hmm. that the following year is, like, not another Avengers and another oh, yeah. Avenger. What a, yeah, yeah we, we've said before, like, wait, like, ten years before doing another Avengers. And yeah. Yeah. whatever your space equivalent is, you know, five years. Like Yeah, well, that's what, to go where you're saying, the space equivalent, I think what they can learn from here is take the same idea and build like five move, five or six move like characters, and build towards a space like the Annihilation. You have yeah. the Guardians. We've already done two. The Guardians are your quote like Iron Man of the space. Mm-hmm. Then we'll get right, Captain Marvel, lead to Nova, and all that Nova, stuff. Captain Marvel. We'll get. Um, and I want to bring this up now. Fox, I, Fox, I, possibly 20, 20th century Fox properties. That too. Yeah, yeah I want to bring this up and like I'm, I'm kind of glad Ed is here because I I. I don't want to make this sound like I'm railing against like your your fucking home base here, but I do want to say that I work in. I mean, to be fair, I work in it at all. I got my company's got Ant Man and the Wasp projects. Okay, um, I do want to say like after Infinity War, Justice League feels like the biggest fucking whiff. Yep. Yeah. That I've seen yep. in recent memory, and I don't even hate Justice League. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I I kind of like it. It's this weird little fucking Franken film that I think is kind of adorable. But it's like, something that didn't right, work, but it still League got made with a ton Avengers, of money. It's, it's not yeah, the movie we did. It's not. Andy said. I think I. No, no, I think saying, I do not, hate not, Justice League now. Yeah, I'm not saying. The oh, same, I hate like, it. After after seeing this all work out so well on one side and seeing it culminate this, and then seeing how like they went from like. All right, we're gonna go from Superman to Batman, Superman to Justice League, and three movies, and Superman's gonna die halfway through. How's that going? Yeah, yeah and, and, and to be fair, like I, I like I, I feel like I'm like one of the few people that actually like Justice League, and I and like uh, you, because you, I, you and I are buddies on that point. Because I, I feel like, like I, said, I don't because, hate it. I, I I'll, I'll rewatch it. I actually it's fine. Because I don't. Uh, think I like, only rewatch it to make fun of it. And same. Because right. I don't. As a I, gag I, gift, I bought my friend a copy of uh, Justice League, and he got mad at me. So I, I, um, I, I, I think Justice League is not a great movie. That uh, is but true. But I don't think. But I don't think it's the total <laughs> complete, like utter shit show that is like Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, or no, Suicide and, Squad. And the thing is, I don't that's... think Justice. I don't think Justice League is a creative failure as much. As I think it's a. It's a. It's a. It's fucking corporate self sabotage. Like Tom, yeah, well, and you actually like, said it go, like the best. It's a Franken film, like it's a film that go, has like see, three different directors, four different writers, two cinematographers, no, and then like a uh, an editing bay full of people. I, I will so, say this: it's it's the first time where Superman feels like Superman to me, and I I like it for at least that. So oh, to me, like, like but yes, but but there's like an image that got shared around in a like a different group I'm in, and that. Uh, Avengers, and, and because like we live in a capitalist society, and only the success of a film is dictated by like how much money it makes. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War made just as about just as much money this weekend as the entire global run of Justice League. Yeah. I'm, at, I'm looking at uh, Box Office Mojo right now, and uh, they're predicting Avengers: Infinity War will pull in 250 
thousand or two hundred fifty million dollars in its opening weekend, which will shatter the current world record holder, which is Star Wars: The Force Awakens. That's not domestic. I just make one point. Six hundred million worldwide. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just talking about domestic box office at this point. You're totally right. With the JL comparison, one, I am actually a big DC fan. Like I'm Me too. much no, more in depth. My my fucking heart I love DC. I love DC stuff. Yeah. Like also, I'm a, like I'm a bigger DC fan than I am Marvel. Like I dropped all my Marvel books ten whenever Brand New Day was. So that's like ten plus years ago. <laughs> I haven't read a, I haven't read a Marvel book. Well, you missed you missed some good stuff. I will tell you that. Okay, meh, meh. But um. My point right, is, well, check out that vision book we mentioned earlier. Yeah, I'll try. Um, <laughs> okay, can, can, can I say, like, one, like, quick thing about that? Yes. It's, like, yeah. I remember, like, being at a shop where people were, like, talking about Brand New Beat Day being, like, the worst in Spider-Man. And I, I like, I didn't really, like, a whole, a whole lot about J. Michael Scorsese's run, but, like, I know, like, a lot of people were just, like, oh, like, he got such a raw deal at the end of that book. Like, how dare they? Like, Brand New Day is the worst storyline I've ever seen. And then, like, a couple years later, I hear about... Um, uh, uh, sins past, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Here's here's yeah, like, are you are you fucking high? Here's like here's if, my if, thing. if here's I was my hot a take on Spider-Man I, stories, it's yeah. real quick. It's oh, brand new day is bad. Here, read this. It's called Spider-Man Rain. Peter kills Mary Jane with radioactive jizz. Have a nice day. Yeah, except for, yeah, that, but, that'll get you real good. Except for here's the thing: that Spider-Man Rain is an out continuity story, while Sin's past actively ruins uh, Norman Osborn, Gwen Stacy, oh, and sets that up a set, story. Is that when Norman a, has and, the kids with Gwen? Yes, uh, it's the fucking worst, and, and it ruins. I will say, oh, to, you guys think those are bad? You should read Trouble. <laughs> see, to me, Brand New Day was bad because it was so lame. It's like they literally sold. Their like marriage to the devil. I was like, do any of you guys know what trouble is? I know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I trouble is where they make Aunt May Peter's secret mom, and they tell a story of her as an eight sixteen year old having sex with her boyfriend. Uh, All right. Here's my thing. My bar has changed because I went through that journey where I was just reading shit. So like, all of this sounds really endearing after reading Crossed and Holy Terror. Can I? Can I circle back? (laughs) So I was bringing that up to more like point out. So like yes. I'm a big DC guy. DC. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, to go back when we were talking about like CW several episodes ago, there's like an earned thing that we've gotten with Marvel that DC kind of took for granted in their films. And oh. DC is not the thing. It's more Warner Brothers. It's like, oh, we got two films and then we're supposed to like actually give a crap at the end well, of the second one. Yes. And then to care about these characters. And it's like, oh, Marvel's done this for a decade. Yes, but DC's been doing it for 30 years already. Right, but Nobody it's not needs the same to know thing. how the man at Batman. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same thing. Are. It's not the same thing. It's, it's not a movie same. sort of thing. That's like you're you're actually very right. Uh it, that's something I've had a problem with uh with the DC movies is that they're very um they want to jump straight to the collection. They want to make the money that Marvel makes by jumping yeah. to the same steps Marvel is making at the same time. Marvel's had 10 years like we keep bringing up. DC has had four. Well, that's the whole thing. Why I bring up? I don't say DC. I tend to try to say Warner Brothers because I feel yes. like it's a different thing. No, and thing. That, and and me and Arlen and and us and the mainline show have just have said DC is not what makes us movies. DC is a broom closet in Warner Brothers Studios somewhere. Yep. Yes. It, it, except for yeah. like when you ha- when you have like DC executives who are like also part of the the trust collective of like right, but they have movies, no power. It's... They have none. 
But I see, like, the same mistakes that are being Compared made. Compared to who that has in, power. But I, but I see, like, the same mistakes being made in the films that I do in, like, post-identity crisis DC. Where, like, they they feel like the way to be different from Marvel is just, just to be overly grim dark and you're, and you know what's funny yes. is that i was i people have been suggesting me to re-identity crisis and i i tried i got to the reveal and i was like this is the stupidest thing i've ever fucking seen and now i, love I identity crisis. and now i really don't like that story but it, it's it's it, but that's just my personal take i think the reveal is is absurd but whatever identity um, crisis is ridiculous but it's, a, it's a thing of the time like the i feel like in that story the parts that, to me, I like the best are like the kind of outside parts. The like, but I do, and, and I do, I do like the idea of like this section of the Justice League who are like, they kind of form this little mini society. Like, no, we know who did it. We had to go find him. Yeah, I like the idea it's of a, all them being fucking detective. Like, that's cool as shit. And I also like the idea of them like, we can't let Batman know. Like, Batman can't know any of this yeah. because Batman will like not. He'll just kill. He'll just wreck our shit. It will um, wreck our shit. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but back to what like, I feel. The, what the, I feel. I do want to say like. I, and without, I think we feel like we've probably already had this discussion. I think people always say like, "Oh, DC decided we're going to do what Marvel did, but we're going to do it dark and gritty." I think Marvel ultimately was like, "Hey, let's not be so dark and gritty like these Dark Knight movies and stuff like yeah. that." Like, yeah, there no, was and, a balance, and, and, and they actually, go back and forth, and I'm, they try to mirror. I am to the... so glad you mentioned that because there's been something that I have heard called at night. I've taken a call it the Dark Knight effect, where people seem there seems to be a prevailing thought that still lingers in Hollywood that. If you reboot something or something has to be new, it's got to be dark and gritty. Or it's mm. got to be dark or it's got to be gritty or both. And I don't think that's necessarily the, the, like, that's the wrong lesson to learn. And that's what we were, we were kind of afraid after Logan that like Fox would be like, oh yeah, Ray Lar is a solution. Everything will be Ray Lar now. Because Fox is this dumbass studio and they learn the wrong lessons all the time. I don't know, man. That new Mutants movie looks really yeah, good. I think well, that's, that's uh, coming. Now they're they keep pushing changes coming now. They're, yeah, yeah how many changes? Yeah, how many times have they pushed it back? Uh, twice, but here's the like, thing. Here's oh, the thing. Yeah. I I really want that movie to be good. I'm not even being facetious right now. Like no, I look, look I want the movie. Here's the thing. Like, I shit on DC all the time, and like Fox and Sony, but like I want them to be good. Right. Oh, I just have I zero expectations. I, I really hope Venom is fucking awesome. I have Venom looks good. My expectations oh, but... are in the fucking toilet. I will never trust the trailer again. So I have. Oh, that's to not go... fair. Look at the. Trailer for Hereditary, and it's, it looks as terrifying as the movie's going to be. Suicide Squad. We'll say, I mean, that's okay. That's different because Suicide Squad, they can the editor and then hired <laughs> uh, hired the people that made the trailer, and then they used the trailer editors to edit a whole movie. Which I don't know okay. if you know anything about that. Yes. Um, See, that was you can't do that. It's uh, that's Sony. that's something. And I heard yeah. someone bring up Prometheus. I will fight yeah. you. That's a good movie. Well, it's a. <laughs> I will. I will join him in this mission. <laughs> this is where we we take a second to just shit. Can I car. can I pitch another podcast? Can we call it Negative Zone and we just shit on things for like an hour? Mm, yeah, oh, that's called an after dark. Um, We're both I, I, the first season I, I, of the Venom Zone. I, I, feel, I feel like, like a really good podcast idea would be to like take a like, take a controversial movie and like have it to where like you would have two sides of the argument of people who want to defend huh. that movie that people almost who want sounds to like something we movie. were gonna do in the future and i feel like prometheus would be like that first one where it's just like because i think that movie is bad but i think looks... the movie's good i think and it's that, a movie i, I think if i know one thing about science it's, it's almost as though we should watch movies and then someone defends it <laughs> while the others just criticize it for like the whole time they're on the episode right. 
almost like yes, a but... people versus yeah, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> real quick before we real quick before we close out this this out now available um i think i think prometheus is full of good ideas i think sometimes it's executed with with complete absurdity oh it is i know i've always said it's a movie with a lot of interesting things that it's trying to do it's just not quite reaching but then you're like then you're like charlie's there and just turns the fucking left yeah you'll avoid the big rolling yeah. of death. it's like when <laughs> cinema sins is actually making good criticism that's when you know your movie is bad yeah when when cinema sins can actually land a solid piece of criticism on you then you know something's not right but anyway but uh, um i, I kind of liken it to uh, uh what are they concept records for music like sometimes a concept record is pulled off so well it blows up like look mm-hmm. at uh kendrick lamar's to pimp a butterfly that's a concept record that sells it and gets it great Look at J. Cole's For Your Eyes Only. It's a concept record that thinks it's so smart because it chose the idea of I'm going to be a concept record but doesn't really do anything interesting with it. That's Prometheus. It has a lot of great concepts in it, but it's it falls flat on a lot of parts too. It hops in. It right. hops in. It's the white kid that listens to Hobson. Oh, my God. God damn it. Okay. I have uh, no idea what you're talking about. We're, uh, we're going to really, feel we're, really old. You don't, you don't need to know who Hobson is. Anyway, what we're going to wrap this up. I know who Hobson right, is. So, uh, I what, don't. what do we see in this movie directly affecting future Marvel movies? Okay. Uh, well, I think Connor said it. It affects all future it, it movies because all there is a pre-Infinity War and there is a post-Infinity okay, War. Okay, so, so this is where we were supposed to do all our theories, but we kind of did all of ours in the main episode. So is there are there any theories that anybody did not say already that we yes. have for the next one? I have, I have, I have, I have I, I, I Go first, but I have some. Okay. Like my biggest thing is that well, one, I was a little bit. I wish we would have seen the decimation of uh, Xandar. Yeah. But I feel like it's a direct, yeah. Yeah. a direct opening to us getting a Nova movie, which I know they talked about. I, I think the, that I will that will connect that to how we see movie. Captain Marvel um, in some way. Yes, I think that I, I would hope that the ending of either Captain Marvel or I don't know what's in between this and the next Infinity War, but like Captain the Marvel, Marvel the and, 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 and the Wasp. Yeah, yeah. The birth of Nova Prime, I think is going to be needed or going to happen and yes. needed. Yeah. And then the kind of expansion into the further spaceness mm-hmm. of Marvel universe. So I don't, I can't remember which rights. I know they do not have the rights to the, who are the bird people from the X-Men? Uh, well, somebody fuck. looks that up or thinks about I it. Yeah, um, we're seeing the scrolls in Captain Marvel. Like, yeah. I think we're going to get Lalandra. Uh, the what? Um, it's the people that Lalandra and yes, the Guardian. Yes. I can't remember where they're from, but I know Fox owns their. They okay. Look, I just. But searched up bird people from X Men, and the only thing I got was a fandom wiki page for bird people. No, there's like a... yeah, no. So like that, that's one of my theories. Yeah, is that now that we have the time stone, uh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. One, not... the bird people are just called bird people, so don't worry. As far as I know, the she are oh, or avian. The she are. I love them. Yes. They're like yes. Yeah. I believe Fox owns the rights to the she are because yeah, but Disney right. owns Fox now. Yeah, well, yeah. Not not for like a while, so yeah. But um, yeah, I think that that the the Marvel the Captain Marvel thing is 
interesting. I do want to see what happened to Nova, and I do think, and a lot of people have written articles about this in the last few days, and I'm just assuming that they're going with what I'm thinking, which is this. I think what Thanos did in this movie, it wakes up a lot of the spacefaring races. It, like, it jolts them into sort of a sense of, like, oh, there are, like, real threats to, like, yeah. the world. Um, well, Captain, Captain Marvel gives us two kind of reawakening. So we've gotten taste of the Kree. We got right. a little bit in Guardians. Yeah. Uh, if anybody besides me watching Humans mm-hmm. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we got taste. I think we'll really get some more Kree-ness, and then she's going to bring in the Skrulls as well. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the Brood. They're X-Men. That's what I thought they're was going to be coming out of those pillars. Are they owned I... by X-Men? Yeah, they're owned by I the X-Men. I know the Shiara. Okay, so there's two of them. The Brood being X-Men. X-Men. I, I said it, I said it yesterday, but X-Men. let me tell yeah. you how bummed I am that Inhumans shit the bed so hard, because the Inhumans are featured prominently in this Infinity story I'm reading, and it features a page where Black Bolt, like, fucking screams in Thanos' face and blows up a Terrigen bomb. Um, and the whole exchange is mesmerizing. I'm like, thanks, Ike. Yep. Thanks. Just thanks. as a little side, um, thanks, I'm, I'm not exactly the smartest comic book person. Can somebody explain to me who Captain Marvel really is? I don't know anything oh, about her. Captain Marvel okay. got her power set from an alien engine is the simplest way to put it. Yeah. Okay. A Kree alien engine like exploded. Also, also in terms of the MCU, Kevin Feige basically said that she's being introduced the way she is because she's supposed to be brought in in a power tier that we haven't seen yet. Yep. Oh, Oh, like she's crazy powerful. And also, to be fair, are we talking about Carol Danvers? Are we talking about Janice Bell? No, I think we're talking about Carol Danvers. So her power set is that she can absorb energy and she can like redirect it. Oh, okay. So she's always been like kind of omega level tier person yeah yep also yeah she's incredibly strong she can fly she's very superman powerful yeah because that's what i could tell from from at least the set photos it doesn't seem like she has any i'm looking at the avengers 4 set photos right now and it doesn't seem like she has anything crazy uh i don't know i'm gonna put a spoiler warning here it looks do can i say anything or i don't mind i'm trying to go keep saying okay yeah i was my bad I'll stay Before, dark then. And let's wrap up in a few minutes. Like those spo- those photos, I dropped them in the, the Phantom Zone chat this morning, like the the mainline chat. They are really heavy on like potential plot details as far as what uh, they're going yeah. to do. They're oh, really yeah. ju- they are extremely juicy. So if you're trying to stay away from spoilers, do not look at those photos. Yep. I send I'm them to me. <laughs> yeah, here I'll, I'll send you the article right now that I'm looking at. Because because what I saw this morning fucking blew my mind, but, and I, yeah, I almost wish I didn't know it. She's gonna be a big we... like bridge between the future Earth-bound MCU mm-hmm. as it goes away from this current set of Avengers into Black Panther-led and Art Ant-Man-led franchises, and obviously the galactic stuff that James Gunn's gonna be running. Yeah. Um, the old... Oh God, damn it. Well, okay, well, it's just a, well, it's it's just a hyperlink, so don't click that. Yeah, no. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it gives well, the option oh, for those shows... who don't want to see it. I mean, yeah, it's, I'm sorry about it. that, guys. You're good. Yeah. I'm not clicking. I'm clicking. Um, it. Wonder if I can. I can't. Oh, wait, no. Nope, yeah, I click can't. it because I I want to talk about some stuff later after this because I have some now theories about that, but we'll leave that for later. Um, yeah. Um, can, you, can you post it in the Facebook uh, chat? Yeah, you got it. Just post the link, though. Don't post the pictures. I'm not going to post the pictures. That would be okay. so much more effort for me. 
Um, so I think we can start to wrap up here. Um, yeah. Uh, can can I say like the one thing like I I hope this affects in the future is Absolutely. that so like I think like there's this thing that in Marvel like within like you know last thirty thirty five years it's like you know the idea that like Marvel wants to try and create like legacy heroes and you know they have like this very kind of start stop kind of thing like whether it be Spider Man to Ben Riley or um, Captain America to U.S. Asia, back to Captain America to Sam Wilson to the Winter Soldier and so on. And I, I, I kind of like really hope that I think going forward with like, you know, a lot of these actors who don't want to play these roles for the rest of their lives because they're human. Um, I hope that this means that going forward that we see like the idea of finally kind of moving forward with like legacy heroes. Yeah. So like maybe we see Winter Soldier or Sam Wilson taking up the mantle of Captain America. And since like these are characters that have grown with the audience over the span of like six years, like they're a little bit more accepting of seeing these people like take on the mantle going forward. Mm -hmm. um, and I hope we see that with, you know, Hawkeye, Captain America, uh, uh, you know, Thor, you know, whoever, like, going right. forward. And and I hope, like, maybe, like, with Infinity War, like, this is, like, the really solid break that we see, like, with, like, us going to, like, the next, like, kind of full chapter of the Avengers stuff. And, like, and maybe, like, by that time, like, and as much as I don't like uh, major corporations buying other major corporations, um, <laughs> I, like... Maybe this is like the way that you finally see like Fantastic Four and the X Men because it's like why, it's like why do you need to replace or like we need to do a Captain America four or uh, an Iron Man five when it's like cool we have like these new toys in the Fantastic Four and the X Men the Phalanx and uh, Galactus and the Shi'ar and the Skrulls like now we can do something else with this. Yeah. Right. I think Marvel's biggest, like, I, think, I remember when Guardians came out, when it was coming out, people were like, this is the test. This is the official test of, like, what what can Marvel sell us, you know, these fringe things that aren't just the classic Avengers. And I think that after Avengers 4, we'll, we obviously are going to have a bunch of new stuff, and it's going to, that's going to be the second test. It's going to be like, okay, like, we'll see stuff that will continue working. We know Black Panther's going to sell. I think the assumption is the Ant-Man franchise will sell. But yeah. as we get into these tier, these characters that are going to get introduced after the Avengers movies, it's like those are the next the next level. Yep. Those are the next things tests. just need to sell, or yeah. things just yeah. need to change. And I, see, my... Oh, okay. uh, I was going to say, like, so we've seen two movies and two right. kind of like, depending on how you count Thor in space. Like, I feel like the next realm really is to go past Doctor Strange into the magic world. So we got like a little yeah. bit of test if you watched Agents yeah. of Shield, but that's kind of like not necessarily continuity. Yeah. But, like we need to go deeper into the magic realm. Because in well, like if... the Marvel comic verse, the magic realm is at times the most powerful thing. Especially characters like Ghost Rider. Mm -hmm. Um and I think that's where I would love to see them go forward in. Because like yeah, Captain Marvel is the, I want Nick Cage in the, real the, in, the, in the mix. Yes. And Captain Marvel's another space character. I want to go more into depth into the the magic end. Like I would. You love want to the see... Dark Avengers? Um, what do you mean, like the Norman Osborn ones, or like? Uh, or like the equivalent no. of the Dark Justice League, Dark Justice... Dark, but for yeah. Marvel. I, I, mean, I like the rather, secret. I would much rather see the Young Avengers. Or... Yeah, yeah. Like... I would love to see yeah. the Young Avengers or like, uh... the the current um, 
champion West Coast type Avengers. characters. Yeah. Like, I would love and to they, see... Like, they just smoke weed all day. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like I, I mean, like, I, I want to... I mean, I, I would love to see Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, like, on the big uh, screen at yes. some point. Yeah, Kate Bishop well, and the Kamala Khan. We do have, we do have a, a new warrior show coming out relatively soon, isn't it? Sure, yeah. Um, nobody knows, but yes, that's supposed to be happening. It's I think I'm the only person that's watched Runaways, but I really enjoyed it. No, Runaways is great. Yeah, I've only really, heard good really things. Good. I just I, I haven't I, had time. Uh, I, I really did not like the Runaways. I, I think I watched six episodes and I ditched it. But the current Runaways comic, I think, is the best comic I'm reading at Marvel right now. Like, that shit. That shit is the best the Runaways has been since, like, the Brian K. Vaughn run. And I will, like, defend that book to the death. Like, that the book Hawkeye is so good. Brian K. Vaughn? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the Runaways Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, like, okay, like, sorry. The, the, the current Runaways by Rainbow Rowell and Chris Anka. Like, if you like the Runaways, like, you need to pick up the trade for Runaways uh, by those two. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that that show did a good job in, like, what it's I, I you only got six episodes but i think when it ended it really tied everything out good but i would want to see more magic things i don't think it's out of the possibility that we get um a doctor voodoo showing somewhere like i don't try to think of other magic-y characters yeah that would uh, you, you got damon hellstrom uh you got nico you got well uh, we got we already have nico in runaways uh you got uh uh, you got like Man Thing, like you want to count him. Uh, I would say Anna. I, I think uh, I want to see like a Blade, a Captain Britain, um, <laughs> some of those other kind of other one world. Union Jack. I would actually, yeah, yeah, I, like ex Union Jack. I would just actually would love to just see Captain Britain in the MI thirteen. Yeah, Captain Britain. Yes, just, like, I want to see Excalibur. Blades, yeah, Spitfire and uh, just like. All the all uh, uh, Pete Wisdom, just all the MI thirteen people, and they fight like Dracula on the dark side of the moon. Oh my god! So <laughs> this got real fucking nerdy. Um, the thing yeah, is, no, I, that's I, why I, I'm so nerdy, quiet because I just can't I, compare to you guys. Well, I also, I am is, also, I I'm like also, it's... I'm also drifting into a, a fugue state of pure exhaustion at this Same. point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I think um, the, the obvious right, is obviously we're going out into space. We're going out into space. What will they do on Earth? And we don't know. It remains. I, I, yeah, I don't think they're gonna do much on Earth, to be honest. Like, I I think that we'll have we'll have sequels to the movies that we know, but I don't. Everything that I've heard so far says that we might not get new characters who aren't space characters, and I'm fine with that because the only thing I would want to bring earned. up is after Thanos, there's only like two other villains I can think of that are kind of on his level. And that's Galactus and Kang. And Kang. So say, we need Kang. Well, Kang, Kang is FF. And so is Galactus. So yeah. So like, is King? I don't. I I, I don't know. What oh, really? The, the, I know Galactus is Avengers the villain. Yeah, I don't know where King's rights lie. He's FF because uh, of um, he introduced yeah. in Fantastic Four. Yeah, and even if yeah, he, he doesn't, became but, an Avengers villain. But but I think Kang is mostly known for being an Avengers villain. It doesn't right, matter. Who, what what matters is where you were introduced. Wherever he was introduced. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not necessarily true because of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. No, okay, so that's a, that's a, that's a, so that's where, so somebody in the legal uh, field decided that that yeah, is that a, that's a, that's a split, that's like a split down yeah, the middle. Well, somebody like this, came to that conclusion. Marvel owns the scrolls, but Fox owns the super scroll. Right. 
and other like <laughs> other like specifically named scrolls are owned by Fox. The they're miracles. <laughs> well, okay, that's <laughs> that's 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 another thing altogether. But yes, um, calling them enhanced and such. Um, but like, so yeah, certain characters, it does matter where they came in first. But all, again, like there are certain cases where they have decided no, that is sort of a split decision, or right. that character is more one than the other. You know, the like, legalese was more upfront because they yes. knew like, well, we're not going to just full on sell. Scarlet Witch, which she's an Avengers character more prominently in the right. comics. Because, like, Ego was an FF character. And uh, Fox had... Who the fuck did they have? Um, well, Fox, Fox also didn't... They they can sell back individual characters. They yes, sold yes. Back. But they, they, they traded... They, they, I know at one point they offered... Oh, we got the I'm trying to think who they traded Ego for. Who was it? Yeah. Um, I think it had to do with... Um, was Negasonic? it Negasonic? Well, yeah. yeah, it was Negasonic. Because Negasonic was... Megasonic is an X-Man, but they completely changed the entire character. Right. That's but, why they had to trade And then Negasonic was introduced after the catalog in which they bought. Right, right, right. The so, the, I, yeah, the rules were different for that's her. A, that's a good trade. Yeah. I remember when Daredevil was up, they were offering to trade Galactus, I think, for Daredevil, and Marvel was like, piss off. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, no, we're going to do a TV show, and then Ike is going to take over and then do all of that on his own. And then ben Affleck will appear. God damn you! God. <laughs> uh, I was okay. make a small cameo. I had to do it for um, Hunter. All right, I think we're good. <laughs> yes, yes. Before before this becomes the last show I ever do, because I think I'm just gonna <laughs> sleep forever after this. <laughs> Look, we've actually been recording almost as long as Infinity War is. I think longer. Longer. <laughs> longer Connor, yeah. actually. Last, I think last week or a week and a half ago, I recorded five of seven days. I, yeah, I, yeah a, I know. I was there on the, were, the tail end with you. Yeah, there. no, that yeah. was a long. That was a long podcast too. I think that was like two and a half hours as well. Yeah, and I and I I've had morning shifts the past two days at the hospital, so I am just oh. like, I'm just like, Ugh. let's get this boy out of here. Let's wrap this up, folks. All right. <laughs> it was at that point that I heard Pennywise enter my bedroom. Okay, you can... Oh, no. <laughs> fired. Not, not channeling You're not even working for us. only you... gets so turned on. <laughs> All right. Um, plus... Well, there's the, there's the Infinity Fist. Uh, <sighs> All right. Who, uh... uh Let's let's start this out, uh, I, Connor. Uh, I, let's let's I, get your plugs. I have been Connor McGraw. Uh, movie dumps are still kind of down for the moment. Sean's computer is fucking dead, um, so I'm hoping to at least get something up on the Facebook page, maybe a written review or something. But we still have 14 episodes out to listen to. I finally listened to Big Bully today. Uh, <laughs> we were kind of on top of that episode. I'm sure we sounded a lot happier than we sounded during House of the Dead. So please listen to that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah, because, I enjoyed it. Yeah, as I pointed out, uh, Joe does a perfect Leonard Snart impression. So if you're it a fan is, of this it show... Is, it is <laughs> fucking frightening how much he sounds like Wentworth Miller sometimes. I didn't notice it until today. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. a good comparison uh, this last week. Yeah, uh, Lost Horror Podcast. Uh, next episode is the action movie episode. We just released an episode last night because I didn't realize that I hadn't put it up uh, about uh, cinematic universes and other cinematic oh, universes. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention again. Shadow Zone is coming. I'm still oh, yeah, editing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Um, oh. It's it's. Just, I have to get past my own self-loathing in order to get out the door. Can it's I just... ask you, what is the idea of Shadow Zone? Is it Shadow ghosts? Zone is, it's, it's, it's everything that's, it's all the weird stuff you can think right. of. Our first episode was on man-eating animals. 
Okay, yeah. go listen if you ever do to... it and you want to guess, I have two really crazy stories. Oh, Dude, I'm going to start I'm going to start um, from I am I'll just all of you at some point. I have I am oh, good. related I'm, to I'd a very to. famous person um that was possibly I'm trying to like hide what it is, but there was charged in possibly eating people. Oh. Oh my god, okay. I need to hear this. You you definitely uh, and also for anybody who's wondering, we kind of have a Shadow Zone backdoor pilot. It's after dark 15, I want to say. Uh 15 and 16 or it's 14 and 15. And it's, like it's a, there's, there's a quick there's a quick but I had a fucked up day and I I was like I don't want to talk about anything and then we ended up just talking about weird and spooky shit between a bunch of us and we talked about stuff between Personal ghost stories to Rasputin to weird occurrences to UFOs to yes, fucking... yeah, the Golden State Killer guy. Uh, yeah, uh, like, yeah. I, I think yeah, and that's something else we're probably going to talk about eventually too. Like I'm probably going to talk about serial killers who have been gone silent and haven't been caught yet. I have a feeling that the new the original Night Stalker is going to get caught soon. So, <laughs> well, yeah. they did. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, They're not the original, the uh, the 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 copycat, I believe it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, one yeah. of them. One of them. Well, for my story. If you ever want to tease it, here's a great tease. Uh, so it starts with me getting a call from my dad saying, hey, you might get a call from the media asking about your cousin. Um, don't tell them anything. Okay. Um, yeah. I need to hear this story. We yeah. definitely need okay. to have you on at some point. This is getting put in the back pocket. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> what was I saying with my plug? Uh, oh, Lost Horror episode on cinematic universes and why so many of the cinematic universes are just shitty. <laughs> Uh, we, we lay into the mummy, a movie that I didn't watch till after we did the podcast, but it, it still works. Nothing that I the said was wrong. Yes, uh, <laughs> good. I want to say, don't be committing blasphemy. Hey, talking about the old mummy. Well, the old mummy wasn't trying to start a universe. You know that very well. <laughs> you know it wasn't trying to start shit. Uh, it wasn't like I, groundwork. I, I, I don't know. There was like seven scripting king movies. <laughs> like perversely like i kind of want to like own a dark universe t-shirt same actually kind of. i i think the name for the dark universe is rad but that's that's besides the i mean point. the logo is cool and i did like the music that happens look but... i would I, at this point i have a clash of the titans remake t-shirt i'll take any piece of shitty <laughs> of course you give me, um... give me that give me that shit merch <laughs> I am uh, I'm Ed Bauman. You guys can you guys should all go check out Ant Man and the Wasp. The company I work at worked on it, and I'm personally working on Aquaman for the next few months. So check that out that, as well. That's cool. Ed will be back for that I episode. I, I guarantee it. I am super fucking excited for Aquaman. Actually, so. yeah. I, I, that's I, what, I, like I will say. Like when you guys talk about like all the like the franchise, the things that work and don't work, and as it comes down to like good creators with good visions. And I personally, from what I've seen, think Aquaman's got that. So yeah, I'm hoping. I, I don't okay. think there's a single piece about Aquaman's team right now that has made me nervous at all. No. So it's fucking I'll James Wan. No, it's Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I'm in. I'm I'll in. This way. I'll put it this way. I've worked on a lot of movies. I've had a lot of big reshoots scheduled. I haven't heard anything about that problem. Yeah. Shit. James Wan's the fucking Tested best. well, from what I've heard. So. Yeah, the only thing that bothers me is like Amber Heard. I mean, she was, she was not great in Justice League. <laughs> I just don't think that she's a good actress. I mean, that's I don't a, even think I, that's fair. Fair. To be... a, I don't even think she's a bad actress. She's like somewhere below that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? All right. Um, uh, my name is Connor. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at maybe Connor. Um, I don't really post there because I hate myself. Um, 
Same. And Twitter, I'm at, I'm System Monitor One. I do post there frequently. So if you want to see it, uh, if you want to laugh, you can try and follow me. Maybe I'll make you laugh. Uh, and actually, for once, I have an actual thing. Um, next week, I believe I'm launching my podcast with my friends called the Best Worst Podcast on the Internet. So I'd love to uh, have some people listen to that. So yeah, it might not. It might be next week. Might be the week after that. But uh, yeah. It's coming out soon. You already got like two subscribers at least, probably. So. Fantastic! Thank you. I am, I am fucking. Yeah, I don't care what the actual content is. That title has me. It's like a. It's inspired by like uh, dynamic banter and comedy button. If you listen to those ones, uh, all right. Uh, we I'm just in. have a soundboard mixed in, and we just goof with each other because we love each other and we hate each other. It's very. Here's it. You want to hear a quick story about the fun comedy button? Never listened yes. to a single fucking episode, and somehow found myself in that Facebook group. That's kind of how this podcast got started. Yep. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, yeah. No, that I just love that style of just sitting down and bullshitting. Uh, so that's what I. That's what we're doing. But yeah, All right, guys, I'm gonna actually go go. I do want to leave you with this okay. though. Wait, if you've seen every Marvel plug? movie in theaters and you bought I, even half their DVDs, you've given them five hundred dollars. Just crunch those numbers. I Damn. Shit. Um, it's not even counting IMAX. Well, I'm Luke Gonzalez. I'm going to be starting a uh, podcast called Small Zone, where we take five minutes to talk about every episode of Smallville. <laughs> and how awesome Michael Rosenbaum is. Yeah, right. uh, you know what? Can I be on that one? Because I'd love to just talk chat about the first few seasons of Smallville. Hey, it's the first uh, live-action appearance of Green Arrow. Yeah, that is true. And, and, uh, and first live-action appearance of The Flash. Aquaman and Black Canary and Cyborg. <laughs> Oh man, I forgot I have, Cyborg was I, in there. I, I, am, I am not Do- being sold. And Doomsday and uh <laughs> Your turn your turn's over. Who else is here? Uh and like the Phantom Zone. But yeah, sorry, go on. Bizarro. Uh I'm John Seiler. Uh you can find me on Twitter at uh John underscore FN underscore Seiler. I work for Faku Books and Faku.net. So if you are uh, if you love Japanese erotica, you should totally like go to that site. And also, if you're like over eighteen, um, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I will also be at Anime Central on May 18th in Chicago, running the Faku booth. And I will also be in Phoenix Comic Con for uh, on May 24th. So if you're at any of those conventions, stop by the booth and say hey. So hold on, you, you, what you're telling me right now is you work and are going to be dealing. Those big anime titties? Uh, yeah, all the time. No, like, I, 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 I worked for the company for about a year, and so far I've been to uh, Detroit, Montreal, Chicago, L.A., Seattle. Uh, well, if you're ever in D.C., let me know, and if you can give me a free pair, that'd be sweet. Uh, <laughs> we, act- we actually, like, uh, might be going to a, a convention in D.C., like, pretty soon. I-, I know that, like, the word in the past has always kind of been that it's a little bit more expensive to run a convention or to run a booth in DC because of like certain legality things. Uh, and also like the DC, oh, those the big... damn unincorporated States. Well, and also like the big DC convention is also around the same time as a big other convention in the country. But, uh, I think we have a workforce enough to, to where like we can do like two separate conventions at the same time. Oh, that's got, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, is there that's anything out? else? Oh. Yeah, Chris, oh. you're here. Don't forget. Oh, oh, oh my thing. God, I'm do so I, do sorry. Do I have to unplug things? I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. One more like... thing. You, you can find our books in Diamond or in local comic book stores now. So if you're in a lo- 
local comic book store, you can totally find her books. Damn. Look for the big anime tits. First ever um, legitimate plug on this fucking show. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> Chris, how about you? Chris, I, I don't you? really have anything to actually plug, this but I will say that my, uh, my uh, screenplay that I've been working on off and on is about halfway done, and then oh. one that I started is about a quarter done. Nice. Uh, Dude, also, also, fantastic. also, I've been working on an album as of late. Uh, should be ready in the next two months or so, hopefully, if I have the time. And uh, no one forget that a, Chris... a folk, uh, grunge esque. Oh, uh, uh, so like Bright Eyes and uh, sound. and like Nick Drake sort of stuff. Uh, like Front Bottoms stuff. Oh man, that's the right word. Thank you. I don't know what that. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Is. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, pop punk. It, pop it's folk emo. Goddamn folk, play people. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm don't sorry. ever let don't ever let Chris tell you, but he is the godfather of the Phantom Zone, the Phantom Zone podcast, and he's not gonna say it himself because he's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But humble. <laughs> no, you're humble not. You're, the you're... show wouldn't be the same without all you guys, including Alan, Arlen, Connor, and Hunter. Right, but we wouldn't have actually done anything. We would have just sat yeah, there like, listen, well, we should listen, do a show. <laughs> listen, listen, you sad sack of shit. Just take some goddamn credit for once. For say, you. Chris, you are a talented individual, and you you do nothing but spread creativity. Except I know, the praise. I have no time it. in my life to do the show anymore, which I really am bummed he, about. He has he has become our personal Eeyore. Every time he's in the show, he's like, well, I guess that's just the way it is. <laughs> oh dear, I'm just really talented. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Also, oh, also it's I mean, confirmation. It could be worse. It could just be Alan berating me for uh, an hour and a half about why. Thing, uh... That would be a great podcast. <laughs> People would listen to that. <laughs> Especially because Alan's so fucking soft spoken, and sometimes he's just like, "Hey, Chris, fuck you." <laughs> so is anyway, that the, is that the negative zone? Episode. That's the negative that's zone. The negative anyway, zone. <laughs> that's the end of this episode. This yep. is long in the tooth episode, and I'm ending it now before it has the audacity to go any longer. Bye, everybody. Bye, 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 bye. bye. I love bye. all of you. Bye. Fuck bye. apocalypse. Fuck X Men apocalypse. Just snapping my fingers. And Jake.